In the Haggadah, we read the famous event that took place in Bnei Brak of the five great uh, Tanaim, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Loza ben Azari, Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Tarfun, who were having a seder in Bnei Brak, and they carried on talking about uh, the coming out of Egypt until their students told them it was time to daven Shachrit the next morning. Two of the characters in the story, Rabbi Loza ben Azari and Rabbi Akiva, are engaged in a debate, in a conversation, that starts on our, uh, on our daf, daf Kuf Chof Amud Beis, um, and this conversation continues for 2,000 years until the present time. The conversation starts off around the timing of the Korban Pesach. We have to bring the Korban, the Pesach sacrifice. And the question is, uh, we know that we, we prepare it on, on the eve of Pesach, the day before Pesach. Uh, and the time for eating the Korban Pesach is the night of Pesach uh, at the Seder, as an important part of the Seder. The issue between Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva is by when must that mitzvah be finished? Rabbi Akiva says, um, you've got until the morning, and Rabbi Loza ben Azariah says, uh, you have got only until Chatzot, until midnight. And that's the argument, there's an intriguing way of learning each of them has in order to get to their respective conclusions. Uh, at the end of that, our question now is not only about the Korban Pesach. Let, let's extend the discussion to matzah. Is there also a specific time by which you must have fulfilled the mitzvah of eating matzah? Same, with, of course, with maror. And then we can extend it one step further. Does that also apply to the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Do you have to have finished the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhak Mitzrayim, which is the reading of the Haggadah, before midnight? So these are the three um, dimensions of this conversation. Rabbi Loza ben Azari and Rabbi Akiva argue about the Korban Pesach, and Rova comes several centuries later and says, Achal matzah bizman hazeh achar chatzot. Even in nowadays, when we don't have a Korban Pesach, we don't have a Beit, a Beit HaMikdash, if you eat matzah after midnight, Rabbi Loza ben Azari, lo according to Rabbi Loza ben Azari, you have not been yotzi, you have not fulfilled the mitzvah because it needs to be done, just as Korban Pesach needs to be done by midnight, so the eating of the matzah needs to be done by midnight as well. In this whole question of the of who do we paskin like, how do the poskim decide, uh, like Rabbi Akiva who says all night, or Rabbi Loza ben Azari who says until midnight, uh, there's a lot of discussion, and that's part of the discussion that goes on until virtually today. Um, and uh, some feel that there's, uh, there's uncertainty, there's a lack of clarity, but there isn't. There's actually absolute certainty. Um, it starts with the, the Rosh uh, in, in Simen Lamed Chet, where the Rosh says... It starts of saying the halacha seems to be like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah only until midnight, but then he says there's clear indication that the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva. However, it's right to take the more severe view of Rabbi Lazar and to finish eating matzah before midnight, which includes the afikoman, by the way. This is not because maybe the halacha is like, like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. No, Rabbi Akiva very possibly agrees with Rabbi Loza ben Azariah that the right time is to be finished by midnight to avoid procrastination and run the risk that you're going to be too late altogether. As the, we learn in the very first Mishnah of, of Shas, in the beginning of Brachot, it's interesting that the very first Mishnah in, in the Talmud deals with the challenge of procrastination and how to set yourself up not to be, uh, not a risk, not a doing something at the right time because of procrastination. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva might well agree that to avoid procrastination, the right thing is to go, like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah says, to be finished by midnight. 
However, if you didn't, you've got until the morning. And that also was the custom of Rabbi Nutam, um, a really important Rishon about Tosfut, the grandson of Rashi. Uh, and he also was very careful to finish the Afikoman before midnight. So although people tend to relish the ideas of these very long Sidarim, one has to be careful. The right thing is to make sure that Afikoman is eaten before midnight, which means you've got to keep the cadence of the evening going. Um, so that you don't uh, you don't eat afikoman later than than midnight. So once again, the Rosh is clearly saying that the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva, but even Rabbi Akiva would hold that lechatchila. The right thing to do is to finish earlier, to finish the time of uh, of chatzot. And here we learn an important principle in time management that if you are a procrastinator, and most of us are in some form or another, certainly with certain things that we tend to procrastinate. It's important to set deadlines ahead of the actual deadline. Make yourself a deadline. And that that deadline allows the opportunity. And stick to that, uh, to that tighter deadline. Stick to that tighter schedule that you set for yourself. So know yourself and know that if you leave yourself until the absolute last moment, there is a risk that you're not going to manage in time, certainly not with the kind of quality of activity or work that you would want to. And in order to be able to manage your procrastination, it's important, as the first Mishnah in the Shas tells us, uh, to, to, to make the deadline earlier. And as the Rosh says, even Rabbi Akiva, who says you can eat matzah and korban pesach all the way through till the morning, would agree that the right thing to do so as to avoid the possibility of Avera, is to do it all by midnight. And the Tur Paskins like his father, the Rosh, and says, One should eat before Chatzot. Once again, not because he's Paskining like uh, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, but because he holds that even Rabbi Akiva believes that's the right thing to do. The Rambam, however, says in, in the beginning of, the, of his sixth parik in Hilchot Chametz Matzah, that matzah is, firstly, he holds that matzah and korban pesach are delinked. And that matzah is a mitzvah all on its own. So even though korban pesach is allowed all night, uh, right until the morning, according to the Rambam, not according to others, um, matzah could be different, but it isn't. The Rambam holds matzah, maror, korban pesach, all of it you've got the entire night. An important piece is the, the Minchas Chinuch in quite a long section in Mitzvah Kaf Aleph where he links the Mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim. So now we're moving into the next phase. So we Korban Pesach, Machloket Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva, whether it can be done all night or only until midnight. Rava, who says this Machloket also applies to the Mitzvah of eating matzah. And now the Minchas Chinuch, hundreds and hundreds of years later, um, links the mitzvah of Sipur Yitziat Mitzrayim, the Haggadah, and says the Haggadah follows the same time frame. And if matzah and maror have to be eaten, according to Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, by midnight, then the Haggadah should also be have been said by midnight. And the reason for that is, as we say in the Haggadah, it says, This mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim, we say it's It's because of these symbols, matzah and maror, and therefore it's important that when you're reading the Haggadah, you have the matzah and the maror, the Korban Pesach in those times, in front of you. Uh, and so, says the Min Chaschinuch, it's quite clear that according to the Rambam, the Posek, the Achidat Matzah Kol HaLayla, Vada'i Mitzvah Zu Kol HaLayla. According to the Rambam, it says you can eat matzah all night. This mitzvah also can be done all night. Uh, 
אבל לשיטות הפוסקים שפסקו קריאה בלוזה בנעזרי וחרבה דרך המצה אחר חצות לא יוצא ידי חובתו. אבל according to those who hold like רבי לוזה בנעזרי and like רובה that if you eat matzah after midnight you haven't fulfilled it in כן מצווה זו גם כן עד חצות and this מצווה of סיפור יציאת מצרים the מצווה of the Haggadah is also until, mitzvah, until midnight and not later. One of the great experiences about being in Israel has been my limited exposure, but at least some exposure, to the Gedoli Yisrael, the great Talmudists and, and Halachists of the Sephardi tradition. Normally in Yeshivot we, we followed the Lithuanian tradition um, and the Ashkenazi tradition, certainly until recent times. Um, but now there, there is an exposure to a very different way of seeing the world, which is the Sephardi tradition. And it's very interesting to see that Sephardi tradition, to become familiar with it. One of the great Sephardi um, poskim is a man named uh, Rabbi Yoshua Ma'aman, who wrote a seven-volume Shailas and Shuvas called Emek Yehoshua. Uh, Rav Ma'aman was the rov in Marrakesh, in Morocco, and in the beginning of his Sefer, Emek Yehoshua, he shows his family a chain of, of tradition going all the way back to uh, 1690, and claims that they are direct descendants of the Rambam as well. So a very, very interesting family. Rav Ma'aman came to Israel in the 60s. First he was the Rav in Nairiya, and then became a Dayan in Be'er and later on the high rabbinical court as well. So an, an important halachic authority who challenges the Minchas Chinuch. And he says there is no link between the mitzvah of Sipur Yitziat Mitzrayim, reading the Haggadah, and the mitzvah of eating matzah. Matzah and Maror you might have to do until midnight, certainly according to Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and even according to Rabbi Akiva, as the Rosh says that Rabbi Akiva might agree that technically you should finish it early. But the mitzvah of Sipri Yitziat Mitzrayim has nothing to do with, the, with Matzah and Maror. And although it says Ba'avur Zeh, we learn in the Haggadah that the time for the reading of the Haggadah is when Matzah and Maror is before you, that is to make sure that you don't start too early. It doesn't apply from Rosh Chodesh Nisan and it doesn't apply from the afternoon of the 14th. The right time to start the mitzvah of, of Haggadah is when the Matzah and Maror is before you. But there's no end time. doesn't mean that it ends when the Matzah and Maror is taken away from you. So when does it end? It ends when you have to dive in Shachrit. And, and so these five Rabbonim who were, who were learning there, says Rabbi Yeshua Mama, and among them is Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva, the two um, people who, who, who are part of this big controversy that starts on our daf. And goes all the way through. The, the two of them, Rabbi Loza ben Azari and Rabbi Akiva, are both sitting at that table. And they're talking about the Haggadah. They're talking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And in that case, the, um, they're talking about it until after midnight. They're talking about it all the way till the morning. So says Rabbi Yeshua Ma'aman, you see from there that their discussion was that, that they hold, including Rabbi Loza ben Azari himself, who holds that matzah must be eaten and, and the Korban Pesach must be eaten by midnight, but the mitzvah of Sipurit says Mitzrayim can go on until the morning. But I think one can take issue with that view of, of uh, the Emek Yehoshua, of Rabbi Yehoshua Ma'aman, because it's quite possible, um, it's, as my father used to say when we used to come to this part of the Haggadah, where are the women? Where are the children? Where are the Talmidim? Why are the Talmidim not sitting at the table as well? They come in when it's time to start davening Shachrit. Clearly, my father used to say, they've, they've completed the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. They did that before midnight, in, certainly in respect of uh, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, and even Rabbi Akiva holds that's the right thing to do. So they did the complete Haggadah, and they ate the Afikomen, they sang Chad Gadia and, and Echad Miyodeh, and all the things they needed to do. And then the women went to sleep if they wanted to, and the children certainly did. 
and the Talmidim maybe did, did the same, and these five Tanoim continued talking about the mitzvah of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim until the morning. We see from there that there are some things that you can check off a to-do list. The things you have to do, and when you've done them, you can check them off. But there are some things that even when you've done them, and you've checked off the chiv, the obligation, it doesn't mean that one disengages. Sometimes the disengagement only takes place when you have no choice but to disengage. Take, for example, the very mitzvah of, of Talmud Torah, of learning Torah. We have to learn Torah every morning and every night. And we're told in the Gemara that technically, just by saying the Shema in the morning and the night, we fulfill the mitzvah of learning the Torah every morning and every night. That doesn't mean that's where we stop. There's a mitzvah of learning Torah all the time. Even though you've checked off, I've done the mitzvah of learning Torah once a day and once a night. But Torah learning is something that defines us. And when something defines us, we don't stop it when we've just done the minimum. Something defines us. It's part of our way of life. It's something we're doing all the time. That's why the Chazal talk about the learning of Torah as, in, as the relationship of a fish to water. When a human being goes for a swim, we swim our 10 lengths or 20 lengths or 50 lengths, whatever we're capable of. And then we say, time to get out of the water. And we get out and carry on with our lives. But a fish doesn't do that. A fish doesn't say, I've swum enough. It's time to get out of the water. That is its life. And so the Limud Torah is our life. We're constantly, our minds are involved in the lofty ideas of the Torah all the time, even after we've, so to say, done the mitzvah. And what we learn from this, this episode is that on the, 15th of, on, on the night of the 15th of Nisan, on Pesach night, although we technically fulfill the mitzvah before midnight, that entire night is a time that is defined by a conversation around Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's what that night is. It's a night that we don't sleep. It's a night that, that is completely defined by that. And it's not just a night of learning Torah. Like first night, the custom is to learn Torah all night, and you can learn whatever Torah you want. On the night of Pesach, it's much more than a custom um, to, to stay up and to speak about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim after you've already done the mitzvah. And that's a, a special quality of being, that, that even when you've done something and you've fulfilled the requirements and you've fulfilled the expectations you still continue doing it because it defines who you are. And um, we have this in, in all of our lives. There are things that we do, and, and yes, we could check it off and say we've done this thing. But if it's something that defines us or defines a particular period of our lives or a particular moment in time, we don't stop doing it just because we've done the minimum. That's the idea of a kol ha-marbe mitzrayim. The Haggadah tells us and anybody who is marbe, who, says, who does it even more, so, more than the minimum, that's great. It's fantastic to do it more than the minimum in this particular mitzvah, particularly. Uh, and that's what hamarbe. Marbe comes from the word rav. And rav means great. It's, a, it's more than, uh, than increasing the time. It's more than a quantitative thing. When we talk about harbe, about rav, we're talking about ribui. We're talking about exceeding the quantity and quality that is required as a minimum. That's really what kol hamarbe, to do both quantitatively and qualitatively, more than the minimum. That's the message here, and that can be the conversation around your Pesach tables about this event that took place in Bnei Brak, that those five great rabboim, <coughs> although they argued about when the minimum time is to be mekayim the mitzvah, to fulfill the mitzvah, Sipri Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, as well as the other mitzvot of the night, they all agreed that irrespective of that, to continue talking about it until the last minute, until they're called to Davin Shachris, 
uh, not to in any way limit themselves in quality or quantity in their discussion of the events of Yitziat Mitzrayim.